Hey Zen friends, welcome to Crazy Zen Life. I'm your host, Brittany Swan. And I'm your host, Shannon Kessler. Join us as we navigate life on and off our yoga mats. This is a podcast about mom life, boss life, and body life. Real conversations about self-discovery and the journey of becoming more mindful in this crazy Zen life. Welcome back, Zen friends. We are back for another social-ish catch-up, social with us and social with the world, I guess, because we haven't seen y'all for a hot minute. I know we had to take, we took last week off and had a little bit of a break and, you know, it was nice to just kind of take a deep breath, recoup, just live a little bit of life and now we're back and, you know, we're excited to be here. We've got a couple hot topics to talk about today. And a lot of um, a lot of things have happened since the since the last time that we have uh, chatted with you, friends. And I just want to give you a quick little update on some things going on in my house. This is I'm Shannon Kessler, by the way. This is Brittany Swan. Uh, If you are new to Social Catch Up, welcome. If you are a returning friend, thanks for coming back. We really appreciate it. And we just you know we're glad that you're here. You tune in and you want to hear us talk about the shit that we talk about. So. We thank you in advance for your support. <laughs> but uh, in, in our house, we had quite a big week um, last week. My oldest daughter got her period. I do have her permission to tell this story. So I, please, please know oh. that I did ask. Um, you know, and I just, it, a couple of things. This happened on a Thursday, a Thursday morning. I was out at a, my physical therapy appointment and I get this message. She's like, mom get a text. I think I started my period. Can you come home? And I was like, absolutely. absolutely. So like I was done with my session. I had planned on going to do um, a Pilates class after, but I was like, nope, absolutely not. I'm going to head to Kroger. In your head, were you like, it's happening? I did. I was like, it's happening. Everyone stay calm. Stay calm. It's happening. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I, I hop into Kroger. I get some pads because at this point I'm like, I only use tampons. So I'm like, I'm not like the house isn't ready for, you know, for this to happen. So I go, I get some, you know, some, uh, some pads. I come home, she's dressed, ready to go. And like nothing ever happened. And I was like, she's hey, like, where's the yeah, she's, I was like, you, you okay. She's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm like, okay, well I have some pads. She's like, I actually, I already have one. Um, I got it from the period box and I was like, oh, Okay. And I was like, well, I have extra for your backpack. She's like, no, actually I had extra in there. So I went ahead and put them in my backpack. I'm good to go. Uh, I was like, all right, well, do you have any questions? And she was like, yes. When do I change this? And I was like, oh, that is a great question. I was like, you know, you're going to, when you go to the bathroom while you're at school, just take a look. And if it looks like it's, you know, like it needs to be changed, you'll, you'll know, you'll know. And she's like, okay, okay, got it. And I was like, anything else? She's like, no, I don't think, I think I got it. And I was like, all right. You know, and I was like, this is a really exciting, you know, moment. And you kind of always remember where you've been, like where you were when, you know, when you started your period for the first time. And, you know, this is kind of a cool transition into being a woman. And she's like, well, when does the period end? I was like, okay. So like this round, maybe like five to seven days. And she's like, no, no, no. Like, when do you stop having a period? I was like, oh yeah, boo. That's you like in your fifties. And she's like, like, (laughs) yeah. that's <laughs> that one was like a, like a maxi bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she's a she's a swimmer and she um had a swim meet that she could have been um you know in that 
weekend, but she also had swim practice that, that same night. So her biggest concern, she's like, I just don't know what to do about swim. And I was like, I definitely understand that, but you can't wear a pad in the pool. They're not meant to have that much water. It would, it wouldn't work. And she's like, okay. I was like, so there's two options. We can get you introduced to tampons or we can try to find like a swim period swimsuit. And they make, they make them that are, you know, able to absorb that kind of thing. Um, I was like, but unfortunately I'm not going to, yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to get that here for you by tonight's swim practice, nor am I going to guarantee that it can be here for the swim meet. So she's like, well, what do I do is like, well, you know, we're just going to go ahead and take the day off. You know, we're no swim until we, you know, we get this all worked out. And she's like, okay. So she goes through up about her day. I pick her up from carpool. And I was like, how'd it go today? She's like, good. I'm like, any cramps or anything? She's like, yeah, like my lower back's kind of sore. I was like, that sounds about right. I was like, did you have any troubles changing your pad? She's like, oh, I don't know. I didn't go to the bathroom today. I was like, you didn't go to the bathroom at all? She's like, mom, I do not like to go to the bathroom at school. And I was like, got it. But however, (laughs) this is one of those times, especially when you're on your period, you need to make it a point to change this several times a day. Even if you don't like it, you're going to have to get over that and change this at school. And she's like, ugh. So I was like, oh my God. Okay. Okay. Why? Skip over that. I don't know about anything. Oh, (laughs) no. I was like, like, hey, well, you can smell bad or leak out. I didn't go into, I was like, it's a necessity that you have to change this. And I was like, oh, I did say, I was like, one, you're going to feel gross and it's, it might smell. And she's like, oh, okay. Okay. That's, um, that's all I needed to hear. Yeah. When I was and she was like, got it. But later on that night, she was like, she's like, I think, I think I might want to try tampons. I was like, okay, well just let me know when you're ready. She's like, okay, okay. Well not tonight, but like, I think I'm, I think I want to try. And I was like, okay, cool. So that was on a Thursday. We get into the weekend. I was telling her on Friday, I was like, they do have these things called menstrual cups, which is like this little cup that you squish and you put it inside your vagina and it will absorb. I mean, it will, bless you. Um, it'll, you know, collect all the, the blood and then, you know, you can take it out and, and rinse it out. And she's like, and they're very popular. These very, days. very it's, popular. It's actually, yeah. you know, it's really a popularity, especially among women about like, yes. you know, a different option. Yeah. So same. she's like, okay, well, let me think about that. And I was like, it's, a, you know, it's, it does the same job as a tampon, but it might, it's just, it's, you don't have to change it as often. You only really have to change it twice a day, like every 12 hours. I'm like, it's a, it's great. It's a great option. She's like, okay, cool. So I ended up starting my period two days later. Okay. So I was like, aha. I'm going to try out this menstrual cup. And I was like, I will, I will report back to you, Ruby Jane, and I will let you know what's going on. She's like, okay, cool. So the, I, I get the menstrual cups and there's different sizes. There's like new periods that that's one size. And then there's like, you've had several children size before. <laughs> exactly. And then like, then there's like age and you're like, Ew. wow, I that, had no idea. I'm glad they did that, but man, it makes me feel like my cup's going to be runneth over. Well, that was kind of, I was like, is it going to be big enough? I don't know. I didn't know. I'd have been so weird since COVID that I'm like, I have no idea. So they tell you, you have to boil them in water first to like sterilize them and that kind of thing. I'm like, okay, cool. So then it's, it's like a silicone cup and it's, it's a pretty hefty size. And I was like, this is going to be interesting. So you, you kind of like fold it in half and then fold it in another way. So it's kind of like this little, like 
silicone-ish type deal. And then you insert it into your vaginal canal. And I was like, okay, I don't really know that this is going to be her journey. Like this is, you know, new for her. And if it's my first time putting this in and I'm like, oh, this is a, this is an experiment here. Okay. This is, we got a situation on our hands with this bad boy, but I will tell you going in is cool. You're like, okay, it's in there. And once it's in there, you're like, okay, all right, this is great. Knowing that you don't have to change it for 12 hours is pretty much a game changer in my book, but here's where you really got to, huh? You didn't didn't feel leaky. You didn't feel like I'll, I'll, I'll get to that. That's a, again, there's, this was a trial and error situation. Um, so I, when it's time for me to take it out, I take it out. And first of all, you can see how much blood you have, which I immediately thought of you, Brittany. I was like, Brittany would love this. She wants to know. Like only reason I would do this. I'm like, (laughs) I would take pictures and need to send it out as like a postcard. I was like, Brittany's going to love this so much. She's so gross and she's going to love it. Love it. I, you know, I what else is up there? I was like, okay, but it was like the search and rescue for this motherfucker. I was like going on the Lois and Clark. I was like, what is, where is this? How is this extraction <laughs> process is very intense. Cause you've got to like pull it down, but you can't just pull like this. Cause it comes with like a, um, it's a string, but it's not a, str- it's like a silicone string. Okay. But that's just for you to find it. Right. So then you've got to like claw your fingers and you extract the cup. So meaning you got to kind of squeeze the cup to pull it out of the vat. And I was like, to me, it's almost like a, like a reverse umbrella. Like sometimes it, and yes. then it explodes and like, I don't know what's going to come out of that umbrella. That's like, what I was like. Is there going to be spillage? Like what happened? So they tell are we you like- that. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh God. And then like, when it comes out, you're just holding a cup full of blood. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is not a good idea. This is going to freak my daughter out because I'm fucking 42 and I'm kind of freaked out right now. But then I was like, okay, this can't be right. Right. So like I pull it out and I was like, oh, wow. Oh, this is fascinating. So much blood. And I'm like, what is happening? This is crazy. And then I was like, well, what, what the fuck do I do with it? Like I'm in the bathroom, I'm holding a cup, a bloody cup. And I'm like, what do I do with it? Obviously I pour the blood down the toilet, but then I had to take the, like, put the cup in some toilet paper so I can transport it over to the sink. And I'm like, this is just a mess. What the fuck am I supposed to do with this? So, you know, you wash it out, you do the things. I'm like, okay. Do you put the dishwasher? This is a real question. No, I don't put it in the dishwasher. They, it's, it says, you know, to, you can wash with warm water and soap between uses and that's okay. fine. And then you boil it again at the end. So you can like do like a sterilizing or whatever. Okay. But the, the hot tip that I should have paid attention to was they recommend that you change it in the shower, which would have been a natural. Oh. I was like, oh, well, okay. You know what? That makes a lot of sense. But also, you know, what doesn't make a lot of sense about this is that I have a backed up clogged shower. Like it, it always has a little bit of standing water. It's because there's three of us with a lot of hair and there's always hair trapped in the drain. We go through a lot of drain. Now we snake the drain we snake it all the time. It's just always a little bit backed up. And I was like, I can't fuck. I'm not pouring this. I'm not standing in this. I'm not going to do that. You know what though? And to your defense about that, even when there was just one girl taking a shower in my old shower right mm-hmm. next door to you, that one drained like shit too. So I don't know if it's like it's seriously like the drain. So feel, yeah. feel confident that auger was used all the time. All the time. 
Yeah. I was like, this is a lot. This is a lot, but I did. I, it was a lot easier to like take out and clean and like do. And once we got the, the drain unclogged, you know, the next day I was like, okay, it makes a lot of sense. You can just pour this down and rinse it off and, you know, do your thing. But, um, I'm definitely, so like the next day I used it again and then I realized I didn't have it in like there was, it wasn't fully suctioned. Like once it expands, it like kind of suctions to the, the walls of your uterus. Um, so I'm like, okay, but I could tell it wasn't in quite right because I did have a little bit of a leak and I was like, ah. but they also said like, until you get used to, you know, how it's going to feel with your body and like how you move and all these things, like it, you, you just be, notice that you might have, um, you know, a couple leaks from time to time. And I was like, okay. That's so interesting. Yeah. I'm glad that you shared that. Cause I think that's like a really cool, um, different way to approach a period. Yeah. I have read two different things about how, if you don't use tampons, it lessens the time of your periods. So using other options, like a period cup mm-hmm. and a pad. Yes. Um, so it doesn't drag it out because of, I guess the absorption, like how the blood absorbs me. I, I don't know. I guess sticking something up your body prolongs it. I mean, it yeah. kind of makes sense, but yeah, not really, you know, know, well, like let the blood just flow. Part literally. of it too with, with trying, cause okay. So like Ruby Jane was like, okay, I think I want to try the cup. And I was like, okay, cool. So I was like, all right, well, if you want, you can leave the door open and I can stand out here. If you have questions, she's like, okay. And she takes it. She squishes. She's like, Oh no, 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 no. Where is this going to go? And I was like, "Mm." okay, well, you're going to put it inside your vagina, like the hole. And she's like, what? And I was like, do you want a mirror? And she's like, no, I don't want a mirror. I'm not looking at anything. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with looking down there. Like it's, you know, you could just explore and just take a look. And she's like, oh my God, no, I'm going to give it a second chance. And I was like, okay, fine. And then she's like, I just don't understand. How is this going to fit up there? I'm like, I'm like, well, buddy, you know, you and your sister came out of of mine. And she's like, that's enough. I, you know what, mom, that was too much. And I was like, okay. Seen what I needed to see. Immediately. No. (laughs) I was like, oh my God. Okay. Okay. But she was like, God bless her little heart. Like she tried and she was so adamant. She's like, I just want to be able to go back to swimming. I'm like, we're going to find a solution and it's okay that this isn't, you're not ready for this yet. And that's totally fine. And maybe you just, the cup's not your thing. I get that too. But my biggest concern with her was not the getting anything in it would be the getting out. Cause the one time that that girl gets a dry tampon and she's got to pull that out, she's going to be out. There's she's going to be like, Nope. I mean, There's I no- hate that as an adult. And I'm like, it's, and she does it like she runs from the first sign of pain. So she's going to be like, mm, it's going to be stuck in there. <laughs> I'm like, it's kind of like, yeah, it, it's, it it's, true. it's the worst. That's, that's why I wore pads way too long. Like, <laughs> like seriously, like, I think I was a senior in high school. I was like, I hated tampons. Like I was, I still hate them. Yeah. Obviously. And you always know when you have one like in, like not right. Exactly. Yeah. It is like, it feels awful. It feels awful. It feels like it's about to fall out. You hate it. And you're like, you're, you're kind of positioning yourself and it's the, it's the worst. It's It's a lot. Especially since you get older and you need to wear like the supers because it's a crime scene the first two days. You ruin every sheet in your house. It's like you're going to put a mattress blocker thing on our, on our mattress. Like a rubber sheet. (laughs) I know. Like, seriously, it's, it's terrible. Like hospital sheets. like, Ooh, sorry. (laughs) The pains of like being a woman. It's like, and you think that you're supposed to get used to it after having one for like 20, 25 years. You're like, nah. 
Mm-mm. No, they still surprise you. They still surprise you. And it's, it's super fun, but we did have a very interesting conversation of the amount of money that we spend on feminine products during our lifetime. Okay. So we, we were doing some math. Cause like, she was like, so we have to buy these like every month. And I was like, well, a cup, you really only have to buy once then, then you're done. Uh, but like tampons or pads and you sometimes you have multiple sizes. So you need multiple boxes. And I'm like, you know, and they're, they're not cheap. Like, and she's like, Oh my gosh. So we were doing the math and then the average woman will spend over $4,000 a year on camp or sorry, $4,000 in a lifetime on feminine products, like just absorbing, absorbent products. Um, and she's like, but women like make less than men. I was like, yes, sweetheart. Women do make less than men. She's like, and we have to pay more because of just how we're built. And I was like, Mm. welcome sweetheart to the world in which we will fight together <laughs> to make it right <laughs> I'm like you know razors cost more and, I, yeah I'm like and god forbid you want something to be the color pink because that's the color you like because you got to pay more for that too because they just decided pink tax makes sense what the fuck totally well, yeah so I was like yeah buddy I get it I get it <laughs> sometimes you just want to fight it sometimes you just want to watch Netflix and I yeah. agree with both and I'm here for both I'm here Me for too. both well, yeah. I'm, I love this story. I hope we have to check out this period cup. I have heard good things. So you yes. guys just have to try it. Let us know how the shit show goes because I'm here for yes. it. I'm here for all of the messiness because it's interesting. Yeah. I used one called Salt, S-A-A-L-T. And there's this really cool um, because they like their whole mission is they're trying to um, help with period poverty, which is women who don't have means to buy sanitary products every month. Um, so I really loved that. And then there's a company, I think it's called Honeywell. Um, and it's a black owned business that they also sell really cool cups. They were out of the Honeywells at Target when I went. So that's why I went for the salt line, but salt also had the multiple sizes, which I thought was very, like, I needed to know that. Cause again, as a menstrual cup first timer, I was like, I don't even know where to start with this. Um, but they do have, you know, great, website, lots of information on all of them. Um, so highly recommend if you're interested or if you have a funny story about like you're a a menstrual cup user and you're like, Oh my God, let me tell you about my first time. I would really love to hear it because then I would just like to know that we're not alone. (laughs) I love first time stories too. Like you just said, like everyone remembers their first time. I know I've told the story on uh, podcasts before, but like, I love hearing other people's. I'm like, damn, that's a shit show. You know, like it was like, Oh, fried chicken at a picnic. Like I would be here for that. Like because it's just like, it just makes everything more real. And like everyone, no matter where you come from, you always have like a scary period story. And um, yeah. I know we've, I know we've, we spent way too much time talking about, we probably have, problems, <laughs> but I was, I'm so happy to hear that. And it's a big, honestly, this is a big time in both of our lives. Cause when she called me, she's like, where'd you go to our period? I was like, what? what? I mean, you- it's, it's like a memorable time. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's like one of the few times that you know that that's the memory your kid is going to have forever. You know, yeah. you never know some memories, but that was the one you're like, oh, yes. And also I want to say high five to Vanessa Kroll Bennett, who has been on the pod before, um, who has been on to talk about puberty. She now hosts a, um, uh, the puberty podcast on dear media on that line. She's amazing. And th- I 100% think that Ruby Jane handled this so well because she, Ruby Jane did a period workshop with Vanessa. It was like an online thing with, um, 
I think there were like 10 other people, 10 other girls on this call with her. And they just go through and they answer a bunch of questions. And like, I think a lot of the times with new, uh, when you get your period for the first time, it's like a lot of logistics, right? Like you don't know where things go. You don't know what to do. Like if it happens at school. So like they go through the scenarios and they give you just like the information so that you don't feel like you have no idea what's going on. And we also ordered um, from Ruby Love. It's a period box and it has like period underwear in it and like um, pads and you know, little like heat pads for cramps and like a whole box of just really cute stuff. So she just felt like we, the plan had been in place. She just had to execute it and she did it flawlessly. And so I cannot say enough about both of these two, like Vanessa Kroll Bennett and the period podcast and Ruby love just for the preparedness. We've been kind of having this conversation for about a year because I'm like, it's coming. We just don't know when, you know, and she's not the first in her group of friends to have it. So like that kind of helped her too, because she kind of, you know, can see her friends navigate this. Um, But like, if you just are like, oh my God, this is coming. Or it's just like, when do I start this conversation with my kids? Check out Vanessa's podcast, because I think you're going to like, as a parent, you feel like you're like, okay, now I know what tools I need in my tool belt for this. I know how these conversations can be, be framed. And it just kind of takes a lot of that like stigmatism and scariness away from having these conversations for the first time, but definitely recommends like, and I, I know that she does the period to, or the period talk, sorry, the puberty talks for boys too. So like, if you're like, I don't have a girl, boy moms, definitely check her out. Cause I think she's going to have some great information on how you can also have this, you know, puberty conversation with your kids. I love that. I really do. And we'll link that because uh, those were all good episodes and Mm -hmm. just really good topics to kind of uncomfortably cover. I loved it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So real quick, we're going to jump into a couple of hot topics to round out your week. Promise we, as promised. So, um, lots to keep up with the Kardashians. Oh, wait. Yes. No longer keeping up. It's just the Kardashians. So that's new. (laughs) Yes. Lots going on in their world. I'm here for it. I love the messiness. So, and we're all like with big exclamation marks on our eyeballs. Like we can't believe this is going on. And then Kelly Clarkson is kind of making some waves of her own. And I'm, I'm love this girl. She's such an independent woman. So let's jump. Miss independent. I let, did you love how I tied that in? I, like, I did. I did. Uh, so right, we'll, let's, we'll let's, let's Kelly Clarkson first. Kelly Clarkson. Okay. Well, we're going to not call Kelly Clarkson, Kelly Clarkson anymore because she has officially asked to change her name to Kelly Brienne because she feels like that is more in line with who she is right now. And Brienne, I guess it's her middle name. Um, so that's who she is identifying with. And that's feels more comfortable for her. But remember, we told you a couple months ago that she went through a divorce with her husband, Brandon Blackstock, and the the divorce is now finalized. Um, And she, I'm going to pull this up real quick, but um, she says she's, you know, the, the changing of her name was again, to be more in line with like who she feels like she is as a person now, but also remember Blackstock was her lawyer and was also like a manager that did a lot of things with the Kelly Clarkson brand. So I think she's saying in public one thing, but if I'm going to read through the lines of Miss Independent, she's like, fuck you. You are not going to get anything that I'm doing going forward. I'm no longer Kelly Clarkson that you can make money off of me. I am now Kelly Brienne. Because as we remember, she was also making accusations like that money was being mismanaged and um, yes. and spent very 
I guess, lucratively. He had <laughs> very hefty, yes, yeah. hefty fees, hefty fines because he was her a lawyer taking over her account, um, which he wasn't legally supposed to be doing in the state of California. So that's what she was trying to fight. She's like, wait a minute, this isn't what we signed up to do. So it ended up being a pretty messy divorce. Um, however, <laughs> the, um, oh, that just popped out. Hang tight here. Um, but she will pay her ex one sum of just over 1.3 million, as well as monthly child support in the payment of $45,601 for their two children. Yeah. I'm like $1. Okay. Who got the one? Who, who, who was the price that? Right pitch there? Like, I want to know. What Ooh. asshole? I think that was probably like, I need over 40 six, you know, 45,000 states. She's like, great. You get $1 over. Um, and then additionally, the couple agreed on having joint custody of their kids. Kelly will live in LA and he is going to be living in one of their Montana homes, which she got in the custody because she paid for it with her money, not their money, so to speak. But he wants to stay in that house. And then he's got to pay her rent until June. So while he's living on her property, he has to pay her and getting rent. her money. He's going to pay her rent with her money. That's weird. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you're an asshole. Um, well, but no. here's also, in addition to the one-time payment, the Kelly will also have to pay her ex. You ready for this? 1015 sorry, $115,000 in spousal support per month until January of 2024. So she's got to pay him 115 grand per month just for spousal support on top of the $45,601 she has to pay for child support. Plus and they the have joint custody. 1.3 mil. Plus the one time. Plus the one time 1.3 mil. Yeah. Shit. Ain't that some shit? That is some shit. And Kelly's like, listen, I'm going to pay it. I'm going to be done with you. And then I'm out. And you're not getting any royalties off my name anymore. You're not doing anything. So any new music that she releases going forward will not be under Kelly Clarkson. It will be under Kelly Brienne. And I am here for it. I'm going to buy the t-shirt. I'm going to go to the concert. I'm going to hit all the, the downloads. I'm going to get my girl paid. Exactly. Get my girl paid. <laughs> watch the show. I'm going to watch the show. The coupon codes. Right. What you need, girl? What you need? What you need, Kelly? I mean, yeah, she ain't hurt for money. She's fine. She's good. Yeah, and this is true. This is exactly. But, she's but it doesn't her- matter. Like, it doesn't matter how much money she makes. This is like the point of like, this motherfucker. You done did and her I, dirty and, I, and then I, she got to pay I, you back. Mm-mm. I'm not, I don't, some of these things are implemented like, you know, spousal support or things. And I know they probably needed in a lot of, in a lot of cases. But the thing is like, he took money from her initially and mismanaged her money. Exactly. And then he still gets money for mismanaging money. I'm like, right. what the fuck? <laughs> That's what's wrong with the legal system. Right. It just protects your dickness. And I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) Protecting the dickness. Stop it. Stop Stop protecting dickheads. Right. It's a dickness. (laughs) Didn't know that was a word, but it's it's a word now. It's a word now. It's a word now. All right. Well, we wish the best for Miss Kelly and uh, single Kim. Since last time we checked in with the Kardashians on our social catch ups, Kim is officially single. No more Kim Yay. No more Kim Yay. Kim solo project. Yes. Um, but she's not so solo on the socials. She has recently been pictured. She posted a picture of her and Pete or Skeet together. Oh, what's called Skeet. We're not calling um, him Skeet because that's what Kanye calls him when he's trying to like call him out, but without using his real name. So. Right. 
So they have gone Instagram a fish. It is a thing. I think they are in, in the new Hulu trailer of just wait for it. The Kardashians. They also kind of lead into that. They're going to talk about Pete a little bit more. Um, they kind of talk about how this relationship started and they might be, we might get a firsthand view about how the origins of this relationship started among other, so many other things. So I'm kind of excited. And I, I think I might tune in. Yeah. Actually, I, I Well, yes, I definitely am intrigued. The trailer looks really interesting. looked great. Um, you know, it's, I think there's gonna be a lot of questions answered uh, because they, you know, the one thing the Kardashians know how to do is monopolize their time in the media. And I think they, they do that, you know, beautifully. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that there's going to be a lot of storylines that we get answers for that we've seen headlines about, but they've just kept mum. But I think that's kind of why they do it because they want people to watch the show and that viewership um, so that, that people can get the answers that they've been looking for. But one answer I would love to get that I'm not really sure that they're going to address this season on the Kardashians, but Kim Kardashian was just recently quoted as saying, I have the best advice for women in business. Kardashian told Variety, get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. And in that same video clip, Kourtney Kardashian, who is basically renowned within the family as being the one that really doesn't want to work and doesn't work. And I'm not saying who, who it's a level of work or not, but she also chimes in. She's like, right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, was that, was that needed? Was that needed? I just, I just couldn't get over her. It's like, they don't like her. It just, yeah. Just her. But this, this sent I heavily disagree with that. Yeah. And men, I mean, it's been a lot of people into a, you know, a social headline uproar because they were like, what the fuck are you talking about? I mean, they don't live in the same world as the rest of us. Obviously they live in this, you know, hyper social bubble that they do, but they also are, you know, Kim comes from a very affluent family who she has the opportunities to take big calculated risks because they have the money to take big calculated risks. So I'm not saying Kim Kardashian doesn't work hard in her endeavor because I, I think that they're, you know, you have to at some point to get to the point where she's gotten to be able to work hard, but to belittle and to be so accusatory of women in business of saying you aren't successful because you don't work hard is really undermining and really, uh, it just, it just seemed super out of touch. And I was, I was very disappointed in the comment. I was very disappointed in her. I don't know that she's had a a comment about that yet. Um, and again, maybe this is all just timing up beautifully for them to talk about it on their show. I have no idea. Um, but I just was, uh, pretty um was like wow wow cam wow okay yeah i was a little taken aback because you know the internet and they dig up some shit yeah they do they love to hate kim and they also love to love kim so it's it you know i think that and i think that both can exist almost in the same person i think that i am one of those but at the same time you have to realize that she got a very large inheritance after her father died and she kind of parlayed that and that she was already very wealthy at the time when she became quote unquote famous for being non-famous. And I think that that's what gets to her is because she's like, I am, she is famous for being not famous, but now she's famous in all the other rights. And she's a great businesswoman. She's learned a lot along the way. 
they've had, they have tripped up a ton. I mean, no one can like those detox teas and those belly bands. I mean, like seriously, like that, those are big fails. So I'm not just saying like, I think that she has had pitfalls and all this other stuff. And she's probably saying a lot of that within a few sentences. And maybe we got like a cutoff. But at the same time, you can't downgrade what other women are doing when you're trying to like lift people up. And I think it's very well known for doing such because it's like, just follow my path. Well, we can't follow your path. Like, right. We don't all have, you know, live in nannies. We don't all have cooks. We don't all have resources like you have. We don't have the same, like, yes, we have 24 hours in our day, but they look completely different than a Kardashian 24 hours. So, you know. That it just, it didn't sit well with me. And I was very disappointed because I mean, I do like Kim. I, I think, you know, I do have a lot of respect for uh, what she's been able to parlay her, her, you know, livelihood into. I mean, someone who got famous off of a sex tape, like not many people can, uh, can parlay themselves into this type of, of business after a sex scandal. So, you know, you do have to kind of look at that and be like, wow. Okay. It's not for everybody. I'm not saying it's the right path. It's not, I'm not saying we should all choose to, you know, to, to go down that road. Um, but I do find it very interesting that they are such a, a huge social experiment for so many people. Um, but I, I didn't love that comment. No, not one no. little bit. Um, because we don't, it's, it is all about like resources, man hours, uh, your team around you, like a lot of things that her success also exists because of the thing, people that work for her. And I think it's very vapid and very displaced to think that, that, that you got to where you are without a ton of people helping you. Correct. And those don't always exist for every other female that wants to get up there and work, you know, it's not the same. So I, yeah, I didn't think it was quite removed. Um, I didn't love the Courtney chime in. I saw how Chloe was like, Ooh, she's like you saw I mean you saw Chloe I'm sorry you saw Chloe be like "Mm, I'm gonna stay out of this one because she I think of all people she kind of gets it a little bit more she's a little bit more just self-aware sometimes not always sometimes yeah um I think that she kind of zooms out on a on a few more things because she's had to live a little bit more of a real life life of being highly criticized for multiple things not that the others haven't been hers were just different so I think she's kind of keeps a, a tight lip on some things because she's like, I, she's like, I'm not going down the road. I I'm don't, not going road. that's not my tag. So Chris be like, how am I going to spend this? Right. It's like, <laughs> well, we are going to be in the headlines a lot for this one. So thank you, Kim. <laughs> I see the who views on that trailer going up right now. Yeah. Well, something I've else. I've yeah. been viewing a lot of the Pete drama and the Kanye. So you've lived under a rock and or not on our Instagram you did maybe you saw the viral screenshots of text message threads from Kanye West and Pete Davidson and I was here for it I read it like I was reading Shakespeare's sonnet I was like oh my god this is beautiful beautiful work yes I yes as soon as I I'm like is this real life and it took me a minute I was like is this real or is this like somebody making it a really confirmed. it is real like yes. it, he has gone on record saying that those text messages are real like no. they're not holding back anymore they're like they've already ba- basically said like we were tired yeah and if you if you're not quite sure what we're talking about pete davidson had some clapbacks um in a text to kanye about yo it's time to stop treating me this way in the public eye get yourself in rehab i've been it's amazing. It's, you know, therapy is great. It will help you like 
be a man, do this for your kids, do this for yourself, leave your wife out of this. Like, I mean, Pete really stood up to Kanye in a way that I was like, okay. He was like, I even told SNL, we're not going to make fun of him. We're going to keep him out of this. Like, let the man get some help. I mean, they could have leaned into that too. They really could have. I mean, Kanye has given them a lot of ammo, but I also think they're also like, this is a very mentally disturbed man. We're, we're not going to touch this, Um, which I do have a lot of respect for that. I'm like, let's, let's not. That does not excuse, that does not give him permission to act the way that he's acting, to treat people the way that he's doing, to gaslight his family, not just Kim, but his children. It breaks my heart to see how he is manipulating his kids. And it, it, I, 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 that's, I draw the line there. I'm like, absolutely not. You're don't, don't fucking bring the kids into this like that. Um, but I have a question. Do you know who, who, leak that online was that pete who put that online or was that kanye who put that online pete sent the um screenshots to a friend and gave permission to the friend to release it post and and the friend's name is in the media i just forget what it is but i mean he's he released it and they it confirmed like yes these are from pete so i mean i but did kanye post those on his social do you know no i don't think so I don't know. You know, he may have, he, he t- puts up and takes down so much that I never know. I'm never quite so on it. And I depend on other people to be on it because yeah. I mean, it's sometimes he only has stuff up like five minutes and then it's deleted. So it's very hard to say, but I mean, through the text message thread, it started off kind of, you know, a little diggy, especially by Pete taking a selfie while he's in bed with quote unquote Kim. Maybe he is, maybe he's not, but and then he just, he does go into be like, you know, Kim's an amazing mom. I wish you saw that we, you know, we've been really tame for the last six months, but we're, you know, we're kind of under the understanding that we, we can't do this anymore. And we're, we're going to start really exposing a lot of what's going on behind closed doors. This does, this does come at a weird time where the Hulu documentary was really, or, or documentary, Hulu shows about to be released. So it's like, all these things are coming at the same time. And it does make you question, like, are we being manipulated? I'm like, you know what? probably are, but I'm still tuning in. Yeah. I, I need to know. I want answers. <laughs> now I'm, yeah. invested. I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my yeah. God. It's, it's very interesting because I do think that you're going to see, and I think that Kim's really excited to share and ready to share what she's been going through all these years. Not that we didn't have some kind of glimpse of how manic he can sometimes be. I think that we're really going to get a, a glimpse into it. I agree. I think so. And honestly, I think it's, um, I think it's worth starting the conversation. I'm not sure that this is like the healthiest way to start the conversation when it comes to dealing with, you know, mental, mental health and, you know, relationships and parenting and that sort of thing. Um, But at least it's starting the conversation, which I, again, I think is a very important thing because even like, I know we've said this before, like for someone like Kim Kardashian, who has all this money and has all these resources, who is still going through this publicly with such a public figure like Kanye, what does that look like for people who don't have the ability to share their story on a social platform and have this many people put eyes on things? I'm like, this isn't right. When you get text messages like this from your spouse and they are accusing you of this, this is wrong. This is what this looks like. This is what gaslighting looks like. This is what, you know, instability or unstableness looks like. Like there are things that I think have been brought to light by this conversation or by this whole, like, you know, tornado that is Kim and Kanye or Kanye that 
I think it's really important that, you know, we do initiate these conversations and we do allow women and men to both have like equal representation of like, yes, this is not how I want to be treated. I do not deserve to be treated like this. So again, I don't love how it was thrown in our faces like this, but I do love how it did start the conversation. Right. I think it's very a a positive thing to say, like, because relationships are so messy, but they can be also very manipulative and people can stay in them. Um, They could even stay into the the fight for so much longer um, instead of calling out for what it is. It's like, this is not, this is not healthy. I mean, people need to feel safe emotionally and physically at all times. I I think that that's a right of people. And like, I think that she's stepping away. She's like, oh my gosh, I put up with shit for so long and I just, I just can't anymore. I thought one of the really um, powerful statements that she was making just yesterday or the day before when Kanye posted something about buttons, like pins that um, Mm -hmm. were on North's backpack. It was a Kim Kardashian pin. It was almost like an enamel pin or or that you get from Disney, but it had Kim Kardashian's face an alien, like a regular, like emoji alien. And then Kanye's face. And for some reason he took offense to all of this. And he said, this is the kind of stuff I don't want to see on my daughter's backpack. This is why I'm fighting for my family. And then Kim claps back on the same, the same thing. It's on the same post and said, you need to stop with this narrative. You were at, you were at my house today, picking the kids up for school. Yeah. And he also got pissed because um, she wouldn't let them go to Sunday service with him. And he was like, this is what I'm talking about. You don't even let me take my kids to church. And like to be able to, yeah, (laughs) I was like. Mm. Listen, pal. We're not God. That's yeah. This is uh this is not okay. This is not okay. So to to be able to even bring church and religion and like that type of gaslighting into the relationship, it's like you're not even on the same page. Like you're not even in the same book right now. Like I just so- don't feel like going back. I don't know. I think that God is talked about and maybe is more of a a, a religious experience of Sunday service, but in the traditional sense, I don't think that it is, um, like a sermon kind of, it's not like a, like a thing. <laughs> like, I think that it's, it's not, I don't even know if it's a place for children. I really don't like, I don't know if you you should bring children to it. I heard it was like more like a party. Do yeah, you? I don't know. I, I mean, I've, I've heard everything in between. So yeah, I, I've heard it being called a, a church service. Um, I, I hear that he stands up and, and preaches, but it's also interesting. Does it, is it registered as a church? Because churches are tax exempt. So I'm curious how many things are funneled through, through that for, uh, He's got all the Donald Trump lawyers on that one. Right. <laughs> how, how do we, how do I start a church to avoid taxes? Move to Utah. That's it. Just kidding. I <laughs> <laughs> was going to say, I was like, damn. Right out of my brain. Boom. We'll, de- we'll definitely stay on this for you guys. Like what we try, it's so crazy. Like it is changing with like the wind. It is yeah. so crazy. So, and we find it so interesting, but also we do hope that, you know, he gets some help and that everything is safe, but we will definitely be tuning into the Kardashian. So I'll probably do a deep dive on that Hulu when all that comes out, which I think is tomorrow. Oh, oh, really? I thought it was April. Maybe I was maybe maybe. I have honestly, I don't know. I I don't even know what day it is half the time. I'm like, what day? I just know it's mid-March and I'm really kind of freaked out about that because I'm not quite sure how we got here. Like January took forever. I don't know what happened in February and all the way we're halfway through March. And I'm like, what? What are we doing? What is what's happening right now? This is 
This we do different. know that we will start keeping you more up to date on what's happening. We thank you for being here and we hope you turn in to next week. Always follow, like, share, helps us out. We love all the shares. Shannon's been killing it on the reels lately. I was like, where do you get all these life hacks? And honestly, like I used to live next door to her for 10 years and she does have like a billion life hacks. I'm like, how do you just come up with these in your brain? <laughs> Hilarious to me. Well, thank and it's you. like most of these are like her own. Like if she finds one and then she'll test it out, she's like, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. So these come right from her brain, y'all. Not, not all of them, but a lot of them are no, my, I, my takes on, I'm like, mm, but I like, we've talked about this before with human design. Like I am built for efficiency. I love efficient things. So if I see a hack and I'm like, mm, but I can make that better, then I make it better. <laughs> like that's, that's my promise to you. <laughs> yeah. Right. And me, I'm just like, that's the way I've always done it. So I'm going to just keep trudging along and do 87 steps not needed. Thanks. <laughs> And yet somehow we're still best friends. I don't know. I don't question, you know, the gifts that life gives you. I just embrace it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, see you next week. Thanks for sharing your time with us. Help keep the CZL momentum going by rating our podcast and writing a review. If you love what you heard in today's episode, snap a screenshot and post it to your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us.